What's up, everybody? So I want to let you know that the Alpha Brain Golden Ticket Sweepstakes are still going on. And that's just a rad opportunity not only to stock up on your Alpha Brain or give Alpha Brain a try. Because if you haven't tried Alpha Brain, it's definitely one of those tools that's different than any stimulant you've had and gets your brain firing in an absolutely different way. And that's what our clinical research has shown, and that's what everybody who's tried it. You know, we've sold over a million bottles of Alpha Brain, and the results are in. It works. It's awesome. So this is a great opportunity, though, because if you get the Golden Ticket Sweepstakes, everybody is a winner, and there's a bunch of cool shit that we're giving away, from kettlebell sets to different other products, to discounts. Every single person is going to be a winner if you go to the golden ticket sweepstakes so check it out on it.com slash golden ticket and then enter the code and fill in the entry form there's going to be a grand prize for one of you which is going to be a trip out here to austin and on hq so you'll be able to come hang at the hq and do all the awesome on it things so definitely check it out go to on it.com slash golden dash ticket and get your 30 count or 90 count bottle of alpha brain so last night i realized that for the past few weeks i've been sick not with any cold or flu, but with the one great virus of the mind, fear. And I'd been calling it a bunch of different names, like someone who's in denial of their illness, right? So I was calling it stress. Oh, I just got a bunch of stuff going on at work. You know, I'm just really stressed. And then maybe when I was being a little bit more honest with myself, I'd be like, you know, I kind of feel like I have some anxiety because I could kind of really feel it in my chest. And then I couldn't get it really to go away. And I kept trying to troubleshoot the different problems, look at each reason that was popping up in my mind for the stress. Oh, this one particular thing that's happening at the office, that's my stress. But then I would fix that thing and my stress wouldn't necessarily go down. And I kept fixing problems and my stress didn't change. And I kept addressing these things and my anxiety didn't leave. And I started to get a little bit worried. I was like, man, what the hell is going on? I'm just not handling things well. And, you know, as someone who's done as many psychedelic experiences as I have and gone to that brink and, and prided myself on dealing with fear, I didn't really want to address the fact that I was afraid. So yesterday, you know, this kind of epiphany hit me and I was like, oh, I'm just afraid. I'm sick with fear at this point. Because what is stress and anxiety if it's not fear? Stress, the worry that something is going to happen that is going to make you feel worse about yourself, going to let other people down. You're not going to be able to perform to your best ability and you're going to judge yourself lacking because of that. And you know, you're not going to be able to get enough done and there's not going to be enough time and all of these different things. All of that is fear. All of that is fear that you're not going to be enough, that you're going to judge yourself lacking, that other people are going to judge yourself lacking, which in turn is going to make you feel worse about yourself. Fear. Anxiety, the same thing. Anxiety is this just slightly harder thing to pinpoint. It's where stress, you can generally say, oh, I'm stressed because of this. Maybe anxiety, which is very closely related, is just this general feeling of, I don't know, something bad is going to happen. I don't know what it is. I don't know. And, and it just kind of, you carry it with you in your chest. And it's a horrible feeling to have, not only mentally, but physically as well. I mean, you can look at what's happening with your hormone levels. I mean, cortisol is being raised, which is depressing the immune system. Your body's basically at that point ready for fight or flight, which is not a state that allows it to recover, allows it to repair itself, allows it to reach the higher states of thinking. It's really a, del a deleterious state to be in and not something you want to do long-term. And then even, you know, periods of melancholy where you're sad, you know, where's that? 
you know, that to me is also another mask of fear because in these states of melancholy, it's almost as if you're keeping yourself depressed so that, you know, if you got happy, you wouldn't be let down again. You know, it's like, I'm just going to settle for being bummed out because as soon as I get happy, I'm just going to get let down, which is another form of fear. And yes, there's many causes of all these things, but I think at the root of much of it is fear. And so yesterday when I was able to just take a look and say, ah, it's fear, call it by its name instead of calling it by all these other symptoms and all these other masks that it wears, it's the one virus. And it's a virus that we pass to each other constantly. You know, someone is stressed and then makes you stressed and someone plants some idea in your head and then you get more afraid of it. Um, you know, the world, the world can be a scary place. You know, there's pain that can happen, but there's ways to address that so that the fear remains at minimum. The fear remains at the very basic impulse that it needs to be no more, no less. So you're not layering more on top of your fear so that it becomes something greater than what it really is. The goal of every person should be able to collapse their fear to the very base signal that you need in order to take action. And for so many of us, the fear level rises way above the signal that we need to take action. And that's what you have to address. So when thinking about it, recognizing that I had this fear, I was able to start using the strategies to start tackling um, the fear itself rather than kind of chasing each different reason why I thought I was afraid. Just tackle the fear itself. And the first big one is to focus on process, to realize that all you can do is do your best. Whatever outcome happens, whether people like you or not, whether you perform at your best or not, or whether you perform you know, excellently and win the game or win the win the promotion or accomplish the goal or whatever the hell that is, none of that is truly within your control. All that's really within your control is doing your best. And if you just focus on that process, then you can shrug all of this stress about outcome. No matter what happens, if you've tried your hardest, so be it, so be it. You don't have control of the rest. And that, uh, that takes away a lot, a lot of that fear. Um, the other thing is to build these pillars of strength. And there's a great quote from Daniele Bellelli about this. It says, cultivate the wild wolf within for when the mind is in doubt, the body can provide tangible proof. And this is a great one. So take care of your immune system, take care of your body, provide these pillars of strength that even when your mind is wacky, you can look back and, and ask your body like body, how are we? You know, okay body's doing well. And conversely, maybe if you're having problems with your body, build those pillars of strength in your mind, you know, build those practices of choosing faith, choosing love, cultivating that mental toughness. You know, those are going to be these pillars of strength that you can kind of rely on, but don't get too dependent because sometimes these pillars of strength may, may shift. If you've relied on your body as a pillar of strength to get you through fear, you know, what happens when you get injured? If you relied on your, your health and virility, you know, to get you through, then what happens when, you know, your immune system uh, goes under attack and, and is challenged. So be wary, but build as many different varied pillars of strength that you can, and that's going to help you as well. The other thing is just to sit with your fears, to recognize that you're human and you're afraid, and that's okay, that everybody feels fear. And look at them, really look at them, you know, like, what is this thing? Oh, I'm afraid that people won't like me. I'm afraid that I'll let people down. That's okay. Sit with that. 
You know, we all have these different fears. And I think when we're running from them and we're afraid to look them in the eye, they become greater than they are. You know, it's that terror that comes when that little thing is chasing you. And then all of a sudden you realize you turn around and then you have the opportunity to chase that thing back, you know, because it's not really that scary. But if you run from it, you know, it'll track you down and eat you asshole first like a grizzly bear will, you know. And bears are a good example because a lot of times with the bear, the best thing you can do is turn and face it and show your strength. And then the scary bear will generally just back off and move away. I mean, maybe not if it's a grizzly bear, but generally with a black bear, that's a really good strategy. <clears throat> so sit with your fears, look them right in the eye, and then you'll start to collapse the illusion that surrounds them and realize that they're not really that scary after all. And that's particularly helpful if you have metaphysical truths that you can rely on as well. Metaphysical truths like some of the ones that I have that are very helpful is identifying myself as consciousness. You know, not this identity as Aubrey, not this body which squishy and full of liquids and fallible and subject to colds and flus and all the things, but as pure consciousness. A consciousness that will survive beyond this life. And that's something that I haven't read in any book. It's something I've experienced from my journeys inward and my travels. I've felt that force of pure consciousness, which is invincible, unmarrable. It can't be dented or scratched by the, the whims of the world, by the thorns that come in this life. Don't touch the consciousness. And so identifying with that, that metaphysical truth is another excellent way um, to get past these fears. And then, you know, a great practice as well that I've talked about many times is practicing collapsing your fear back down to reality and reality and conquering trivial fears. I've mentioned it many times, but I'll mention it again. I've been afraid of insects like cockroaches and, and crickets and the practice of and those aren't going to harm me. The practice of when they're in my house, instead of using a cup and a sheet and terrifyingly, you know, putting the cup over them and sliding it underneath them and scurrying them out of the house with fear through my body, <clears throat> breathing into it, going down, grabbing them with my hand gently, not freaking out when the little legs start crawling on my hands and letting them out of the house. And by doing that, there's this empowering feeling of like, aha. I was afraid of something that wasn't really scary and I've overcome it. And that's a great, great practice to start getting used to conquering these other fears, which were going to be more difficult and more serious and more, and you know, and cause more damage in your life. And the last move, maybe the most important move is choose faith. The future is always unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. And we have two choices. We can either choose fear, you know, which is a belief, a certain level of belief that something bad is going to happen. Or we can choose faith, the belief that it's all going to work out. Because guess what? For most of us, it all has worked out. Here we are, stronger and better from every failure, from every challenge that we've ever received. We're better for it. We've transcended. We've overcome. And with enough time, we can look back with gratitude at everything that's happened in our life. So why not have faith now that whatever comes in the future will make us stronger, not tear us down. Choose faith. One of the strongest moves that we can make. And it's really a binary choice. Choose fear, choose faith. And choosing faith is going to 100% of the time give you a better opportunity to create that outcome. Those are my strategies. They've helped me get through the one great virus of the mind. I'm still recovering now, and I'm sure I'm going to get sick again at some point. I'm sure we all will. You know, life is a cycle of remembering and forgetting. 
Um, but hopefully this is helpful for the next time that you find yourself under the spell of fear. Much love. Thanks, everybody. Please go check out onit.com slash Aubrey, and you'll check out some of my favorite stuff from Onnit. And uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Thanks.